Welcome, everyone, to my second episode of Moana to Ohana podcast. My name, once again, is Noah Lear. Uh, I, I would like to welcome everybody. And today we will be talking about one thing that I enjoyed for five months of my life, and that was the Disney College program. Um, I would also like to uh, not speak on this alone and bring in two of my closest friends. Uh, one is Landon. Hello. Hello. How are you doing today? Doing fine. Just got back home. Feeling good. Glad to hear that. And Alexandra. Hello. Hello, Alexandra. How are you? I'm doing well. Well, that is fantastic. And I apologize if it gets loud at points because there is thunder and lightning in the area. So let's hope it doesn't thunder too loud. Um, for, since you guys are both my first guests on the show, um, I'm going to do this with every guest I have. And I'm going to put you on the spot. And I'm going to have you answer a few questions that you guys didn't know that were coming. Um, it's not about the Disney College program. It's just about uh, to kind of get to know you guys before we get this going. Because I have a feeling knowing you two, um, it won't be the last time you're on here. So, Landon, um, everyone, Landon is my best friend. Uh, I've known him since sixth grade. We lived together for four years. Uh, we'll get more into the college program uh, and what we did that together. But, uh, Landon. First off, I feel like I can probably answer this one for you, but what is your favorite Disney movie? Uh, probably Toy Story. That yeah. Figured. Uh, Alexandra, what is your favorite movie? Oof. Um, well, you know, I'm not really one for favorites, but I do really enjoy Coco. Coco. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, favorite park, Alexandra? Hot. I know you probably won't answer this one, but... No, I can answer you it. don't have to. Okay. My favorite park is officially Hollywood Studios. <laughs> okay. Is it officially that or just because we haven't been there in almost a year? It's because you just um it. a little bit of both. Okay, fair enough. And Landon, how about yourself? Um honestly it's probably it's pretty close between Epcot and Magic Kingdom, but in my heart I think it's Magic Kingdom just because yeah, it the castle's just too special for it not to be my favorite. And did it turn Epcot was your favorite when you turned 21 or is it because it always uh, No, I've always liked it just because it's, um, I don't know, like growing up, I always just think of Epcot and every day I would go there, like it was the most beautiful Florida day. And I just always have good memories of Epcot. Plus when I was younger, I was terrified of like some of the rides. So like uh, Epcot didn't really have anything too like crazy, like Tower Terror or anything. So it was, mm-hmm. when I was younger and I would go to Epcot, I would just think like, oh, today's going to be relaxing. I get to just, I don't know, chill. <laughs> all right fair enough fair enough uh landon your favorite character uh we can go marvels star wars <clears> Disney. <throat> it probably will be a Toy story character but yeah favorite character. it's gotta be my my uh the classic buzz lightyear buzz lightyear all right all right that was fair and then alexander how about you i think i know this one as well but let's see i don't favorite character it's kind of a broad question like favorite main character favorite princess favorite sidekick I favorite, <laughs> once i say character what do you think comes, what's your favorite character um probably olaf all right i think i know my friends pretty well <laughs> um this one might be a difficult one i don't know i'm not sure about this this is the last one uh favorite song disney song uh alexandra do you have one um not something that comes on to the, music to the top of my head right now. Yeah, I know you don't listen to music the way that me and Landon <laughs> necessarily do when it comes to Yeah, I was earlier today already. Yeah, no, I listen to it every day at some point. 
No, I actually can't really think of a favorite song right now. Maybe it'll come to me. No? Do you have a favorite uh, soundtrack, maybe? Like a movie with the best music in it? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Moana has a pretty good soundtrack. All right, all right. Landon? Um, actually, me, me and uh, my girlfriend were talking about this yesterday when we were listening to your first podcast, and you were like saying all your favorites. I think my favorite song is probably "Circle of Life." Really, I would have not guessed that one. I don't think we were. We don't talk very much about the music of anything. It's about the music, the music in yeah. the parks more. And I would have not guessed that. The one. problem too is like I, I, I probably have more like favorite soundtracks, but I, a, a okay. single song I think would probably just be "Circle of Life." All right, what's your favorite soundtrack? This is going to be weird. Um, I think it's <laughs> uh, the Broadway version of uh, Lion King. I think the I, whole album was just like... I'm not going to say that's my favorite one, but that is absolutely fantastic. It definitely feels more African-ish than the actual movie. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen the Broadway show, and I know you have, but um, uh, it's definitely a high-quality album. Yeah, or Coco. Coco's got to be up there. <laughs> yeah, Coco has a couple good songs, but <laughs> Coco has a different meaning towards you and your family than. Yeah, I mean, you forgot a thing about Aladdin and Hercules. Yeah, and the classics too. Yeah. All right, all right. Enough, enough about getting to know you guys. Uh, we'll go over some uh, news real quick about what's happening. Uh, it actually came out today that all the Mickey Christmas parties are not going to be happening this year, unfortunately, mm-hmm. which is not a huge surprise to anyone because. Honestly, I already thought they were canceled until uh, I got the update today and saw that they were. So not a huge surprise, and I don't think it's going to really hurt anybody's feelings after they saw that the Halloween party was canceled. Um, another thing, too, is Mulan came out on, fr- was it Friday? Friday. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it. I don't know anybody who actually has seen it. I haven't even looked at reviews for it. But it has come out on Disney+. Plus. It was 20 something dollars. Uh, which is kind of pricey for one person to watch. But if you watch it with a bunch of people, it's not that bad. So I'm hoping to watch it soon. I just, me and my roommates, as well as Alexandra, really haven't had time to uh, necessarily watch it all together because we kind of want to watch it all together and make it worth the money. But enough about the news. Uh, Let's get down to business on the topic of today. And that is uh, the reason that all three of us are currently having this podcast together. It is because of the Disney College program. We all did this last fall, fall 2019. Um, me and Alexandra moved in, in August 12th, and Landon moved in. When did you move in? September? Yeah, I think it was uh, the first week of September. It was all messed up because of the hurricane. I can't remember what it was down there. But, yeah, it was like the first week of September. It was Hurricane, it was hurricane Dorian, wasn't it? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It was, I, think. Um, I have to stop yeah, you right so there, me Noah. Me and Alexandra... Because we definitely moved in on we the nineteenth. Well, didn't we? No, we moved. In. Yeah, no, you're one hundred percent right. I don't know why. Well, yeah, it's the, it's the nineteenth. That is correct. So me and Alexander <laughs> moved in the nineteenth. Didn't know each other at all. Uh, and me and Landon, um, I was planning on doing it first. Uh, I got into it uh, the semester before, but I didn't see it fitting into my college uh, schedule correctly. So I was like, I don't want to do it. And then my mom kind of convinced me to do it, so I decided to do it. And then I knew how much big of a fan Landon was for Disney, so I convinced him to do it. So me and him came down and did it together. Like I said, I moved in, I guess technically it was three weeks. It was only supposed to be two weeks, but after Hurricane Dorian came, 
through, he got his pushback. So I did mine first. I got down there first, and uh, he came second. It was a little bit weird for me because it was the first time I've been away from like that far from home alone. Uh, me and Landon went to college together. Uh, we moved in, lived together, and everything like that. So when we moved to college and everything, we were also only less than an hour from home. We each had we had each other to kind of fall back on. But this was my first time moving away from home. It was definitely a little weird. Uh, um, but we got through it and Alexandra, we met at traditions actually on the bus. Uh, we have a friend that was talking to me and then we kind of started all talking and then me and Alexandra actually, we had the same class and everything. And then we all hung out and the rest is history for all those that don't know who know Alexandra is currently my girlfriend. So that's how far that went. <laughs> um, and, uh, and Landon still is my best friend. So. We got that going for us. I would like to start by saying that my role at the in the Disney College program was merchandise as well as Alexandra's. Um, I did the Epcot Food and Wine Festival merchandise. Uh, every time I say Epcot Food and Wine, I'm like, oh, what stand were you? I'm like, I didn't do food, <laughs> which is kind of misleading, but I didn't do food. I did the merchandise. Um, and then once that was over, I got moved to uh, the world of Disney at Disney Springs, where it was crazy because it was around Christmas time. So we had between almost 60,000 people in the store at times. So, Alexander, since I already mentioned that you did merchandise, that's why we were in the same class and everything, would you like to talk about uh, your little journey of – well, actually, skip that. Hold on. Would you like to talk about what role you had for the program? Yeah. So, like Noah said, I did merchandise. I was in Hollywood Studios, which I think is part of why it has been – it has become to be – my favorite park, I worked in the front uh, on Hollywood Boulevard. So that was Celebrity Five and Dime, Mickey's of Hollywood, and Keystone, which is the Star Wars store. And your first day was when? Don't say necessarily the date, but what was the first day of your job? Oh, my first day of the job was actually the opening day of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and I got the pleasure of standing on the street for, I think, eight hours, maybe, standing just in the center of the street, holding a big sign that said questions or merchandise, something, I don't even remember. And I just got to answer everybody's questions about Galaxy's Edge, even though I had never been over there. And I had no idea what Star Wars was about or anything like that. So that was a very interesting day for me. But you do now have a limited magic band that only Casimir Scott at Hollywood Studios that day. So <laughs> I do, that's yes. for you. I do. <laughs> and and uh, weirdly enough, uh, it's a small world. The the ride going a little off on a tangent um, has so many different meanings in the world, and is so true because Alexander's leader, which is in other words a manager in Disney terms, is now my roommate. So. It's a small world that it went around like that. Very weird. But anyway, Landon, would you like to speak on on uh, what your role was during the program? So, yeah. So, basically, I was in um, attractions. Um, but more specifically, I only worked at one attraction, which was Toy Story Mania in uh, Hollywood Studios. And basically, I just operated the, the attraction. My, my role really was anything pertaining to the ride. I did strollers. I controlled... Um, Toys for Man has two sides, so you, you had to learn how to control both sides. Um, there were different, like, control panels. There was four per vehicle, so you had to do some of that. 
sometimes you were just doing 3D glasses where you would just stack 3D glasses. So uh, basically, yeah, just Toy Story Mania and anything, literally anything doing with the rod, I basically did. All right. And uh, did you did you ever get to be, fr- I don't know how you word this correctly, be friends with Mr. Potato Head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely, I was great <laughs> friends with Potato Head. Probably some of my favorite times of working at Mania was becoming friends with uh, Mr. Potato Head. And if all you Disney people understand what we're talking about, there's a giant Mr. Potato Head in the queue uh, inside of right before you get your your uh, 3D glasses. And if you know Disney terms, being friends with Mr. Potato Head is just let's keep it at that so we don't ruin it for anyone who doesn't <laughs> know. Uh, but Landon got to be friends with Mr. Potato Head, the big one who <laughs> talks to guests as they walk through the line. Um, so the next question, I was kind of leading almost asked you guys that before I said what your role was, was why you did the program. So Landon, if you want to prove me wrong and say that it wasn't because I convinced you, if there's <laughs> another reason of why you did the program. Well, um, I mean, so my family obviously has loved Disney for a long time. Uh, my parents had their honeymoon there. And um, you told me about it in the like early summer, or maybe even like no, 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 like spring or something. And you told you said you were doing it, and you kept pushing me hard to do it because you I could tell so easily that you want me to do it because you didn't want to go alone, which is understandable. <laughs> that is that is not a hundred percent wrong. <laughs> so <clears throat> I'm I looked at it and it was like, well, the the beginning stage is really just like a survey. So I thought like, okay, well I'll just do the survey. And then after the survey, it became, okay, now it's like a, like a, a pretty hefty questionnaire. But okay, I'll do this questionnaire. And then it was like, okay, now it's a phone interview. And I was like, okay, well, this is kind of going quick. I need to actually like discuss it with my family. And um, it, was, it was definitely, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Like I, the whole opportunity seemed like, oh my God, I get to work at Disney. Like I've been to Disney so many times. And I would be a cast member. Like, that'd be so crazy. But then I thought, like, I mean, I still have a year of school left. And I don't know. I just kept going through with it. I got the front of you. And I just really sat down with my parents. And we kind of just talked about it and said, you know, this is really a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to work there. Now, uh, I, they, they made me promise to finish school, which I wanted to do no matter what. But, um, yeah, it was just – the main point for me was, I mean, I wanted to go with you. It was nice – to have one, your best friend to go down with um, made it easier, but it really was just that it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. So um, I just took it. Really, that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I feel like a lot of it had to do with me asking you, not necessarily begging <laughs> you, but definitely asking you a lot. Well, it was know. it was you were a uh, I would I was gonna say a gentle push. You were a forceful push, but it, I mean it was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think either of us regretted no. doing it, obviously, but we'll get to that later. Uh, Alexandra, um, let's just start by saying <laughs> that we all know that the level of Disney fandom compared to me and Landon is like nothing. So right. maybe you can explain it to people who aren't necessarily Disney why you would have done it. Okay, yeah. So definitely, uh, as Noah was saying, um, Noah and Landon talk about Disney. They live and breathe Disney all day, every day. And I could definitely go a few days without talking about it or watching it or listening to anything about it. And I would be okay. 
I don't think I could say the same for these two guys, but I am from Atlanta. I was going to my university. I'd spent two years there and I actually did not enjoy it. Um, I just wanted something different and I needed some time to figure that out, but I didn't want to just waste my time not being in school, you know, just sitting on the couch or working or whatever. So I just applied to a bunch of different internships around the country, actually, just kind of seeing where I could land. And I just got accepted into the Disney College program. And I just thought that it would be a good fit for me that Florida has pretty good schools that I can maybe start going to. Um, I'd only been to Disney twice before I started the program. So it was definitely not one of those things that I'd been thinking about for a while. It was kind of just a, oh, let's just apply multiple places and see what we get. And that's kind of how it worked out. And do you quickly, not Alexandra type explanation, but a normal length explanation, would you like to explain? I mean, I don't even think Landon knows this, which I didn't know it for about nine months after we met each other, that you almost weren't merchandise and what role you almost were. Oh, you mean with the audition? Yeah, that one. Oh, yeah. So I actually auditioned um, to be a character performer for Disney. And I used to be a dancer when I was in grade school. So I just thought it would be a really cool position. Um, so I just kind of went through the audition process and everything. And it didn't end up working out. But that was also kind of just the thing where I was like, let's just try a bunch of different things and then see where we land up. Atlanta, did you know that she she auditioned I for that? I don't think so. Part of me thinks I remember hearing something about it, about an audition, but I don't, yeah. I don't really think <laughs> I did. Yeah, she didn't She didn't explain it. Like, she didn't even tell. I knew about it, I think, maybe after the program ended, but she really didn't even get into a whole, we didn't even have, like, a whole conversation about it until probably two months ago, three months ago. I didn't <laughs> even know. So, whatever. It was kind of something anyway, that I'd just uh, forgotten about, honestly. I just did it. It was a six hour audition. I Jeez. did that in the morning. Well, it was like you went there and then there were multiple rounds. So I fortunately got through all of the rounds. And so it just ended up being six hours in total. But then I didn't end up making it after that. And then I just went to work after the audition. And that was kind of it. So I kind of just forgot about it. That's fair. That's fair. So Disney offers a lot. Um when it comes to just everything uh, a lot of people i've heard in the past who aren't big disney fans say that working for the company they're not we're not treated well yes the pay isn't great but when you have 80 what is it 70 80,000 cast members to pay yes you make a lot of money but you have to pay a lot of people um some people say that working for the company is not the greatest but i would beg to differ um let's first start by saying you guys can think about what is the best part of maybe working for the company as well as the program so landon uh let's start with just with the best part of working for the company um i mean there's obviously a lot of pauses i think mine and i thought about this in time is uh when you're down there and you're working for them it really feels like now not like uh like cultish but like everyone is pretty like-minded and where it doesn't feel like there's too many raw apples like everyone has the same like respect for disney and upholds like what it stands for and how people see disney like guests and everyone tries to maintain that 
because sometimes you you know we've worked other jobs where you see people and they're kind of just they're lazy or whatever but in disney it's mm -hmm. it feels like everyone's hardworking. everyone is trying to create a pot like a good atmosphere and i mean that i that's probably what is so great about working for the company is you you really meet some great people and um people mm -hmm. from everywhere so i'd probably say that's like the best thing yeah. about it yeah no i would agree with that uh I'm not sure exactly, Landon, how many people outside of the country that you met, but my two of my roommates, one was from New Zealand and one was from Australia, and I talked to my one friend from New Zealand very seldomly, but every now we check in on each other and say what's up, but I talked to my one friend from Australia two, three times a week, and he's actually moving back here hopefully somewhat soon, and uh, meeting people from all over the world and the country is pretty damn awesome. Uh so I don't know. Do you have any friends outside of, outside the states that you talk to? Today? Nah, all my roommates were inside uh, United States, and then I don't think we really had any international people working the attraction. Um, but okay. I mean, I had I had a, uh, friends from Wisconsin to I had a friend from Los Angeles, um, Michigan, uh, Virginia, or Maryland. You know, all over the place. And then. Uh, Emily, the girl, uh, she, what, she lives, I don't know if you know, she lives like 25 minutes from Yeah, like Villanova-ish. Yeah, which is crazy. So, Alexander, uh, if you have to pick a part of working for the company, what would be your best favorite thing about working for the company? Um, I would have to agree with both of you guys. I would definitely say the people. I mean, everybody, like Landon was saying, everybody has the same mindset of, you don't just go, Disney is not a place that you work for just because you are like, oh, I just need a job. Let's just go work for Disney. Um, everybody has the same mindset of you want to work hard. You want to treat everybody like they're the most important person. And everybody's just there to encourage each other about, you know, if you want to, if you have certain goals about certain careers that you want to get to climbing up the Disney ladder. Um I mean, you're always going to have your ups and downs. And for the people who say that Disney is not a good company to work for, I feel like those people just have the mindset of, oh, we do all of these, you know, magical moments for our guests. Well, what about the magical moments for the cast members? And you got to think of it as in, this is still a major corporation, one of the biggest in the entire world. You cannot please everybody. And the guests are always going to come before the cast members. So I just think that people just don't see it that way. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, I'm actually reading a book right now, and Disney's turned it over. A couple, I forget when exactly the year it was, or there's a program they put into place that executives and upper management went into place that if cast members are happy, guests will be happy. So upper management actually worries more about the cast members uh, first because frontline cast members, like the college program, all the college program kids, we are frontline cast members, and that's what we do. Um, and we all... If we're happy, if they try to make us happy and make us feel like we're wanted and needed as part of the company, we're going to want to work for them. And that's what they do. Um, uh, going off of that, uh, my favorite part of working for the company is creating the magic. I mean, I loved experiencing it, going to the parks and feeling it as a kid and everything like that. I've only went a couple times, but I went on some cruises and stuff. But creating it for other kids and putting not just smile on kids' faces, but smiles on parents' faces and grandparents' faces. Mm -hmm. And just making people's day just here and there. I mean, I didn't do it every day, but there was a couple of times that I know that I would help a kid stop crying and the mom and dad would just be ecstatic that the kid stopped crying and everything like that. So creating the magic, uh, besides meeting the people, is definitely one of my favorite things about working for the company.
I'll start off this part. The next part of it was the best thing about the program, about the program, I think. Um, I guess kind of just the people. It's kind of the people, but also uh, I didn't take enough advantage of it, but the classes that are um, given out, I didn't take advantage of it at all. Um, I should have because I hear a lot of people that says that they kind of grew up more of a network as well as gotten jobs after, as well as learned a lot about the company and helped them in the future. But the classes that the, that the college program kids are allowed to take, um, that only the college program kids are allowed to take is actually, is something that um, I see as a absolutely fantastic opportunity for people uh, mm-hmm. that I wish I could free. definitely go back and switch. Yeah. And you get, free tours too. one of the, some of the classes are like keys of the kingdom and some of the Epcot things and stuff like that. It's all free. And then for some reason I didn't take advantage of that at all. And I don't know Landon, you didn't either, which uh, maybe that's something we would change when we, if we would have able to do it again. But uh, besides working for the company, what are your guys' favorite thing about the program? Except, except for maybe uh, hanging out with people and going to the parks <laughs> for free. Landon, if you want to start with that. Um, favorite part. It's kind of a harder question, I guess you could say, because, I mean, there's one thing working for the company, but then just part of the program that makes it different than just a regular cast um, member. I don't know. It's, it's, it is kind of difficult. I mean... Well, I would say you got to think of it kind of like in two parts. One is a career part and one is a life part if that makes sense the life part is the enjoyment hanging out with the people going to the parts the parks but the career part is okay what am I doing now and where where do I want my life to go in um, like career wise I took advantage of so I'm an industrial engineering major in school and I took advantage of Disney's ultimate engineering exploration day basically you had to apply to it and if you got accepted you spent the entire day at one of the parks going backstage, meeting with a bunch of the different engineering departments. I was uh, going back to Animal Kingdom, and it was basically just the entire day <clears throat> learning about the safari and how they keep that running, learning about Pandora and how they keep that running and the different avatar rides and stuff like that. So I think another big part is thinking about it like as your career. That's fair. Landon, have do you have you thought of anything, or is this kind of like a just a um, hard, hard, too hard of a question to answer? Well, I definitely do think that um, the career aspect of the program. Um, I know, like, almost it's kind of almost going back to why I did it too. I knew that putting Disney on your resume is a uh, not many people do it, and you know, especially since I'm, will probably be applying for jobs around Philadelphia where I live. Um, putting saying you worked in Disney world um, in kind of the hospitality sector is definitely a big thing. Cause it kind of shows that, you know, you, 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 uh, you went somewhere where the utmost um, kind of courtesy and hospitality is kind of like key. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely think in terms of the career side, that was probably one of the best things. Um, from the lifestyle part, I, I guess it would just be um, not going back to people, but just, you know, it really is the people like the friends, um, the friends you make. Because I when I went into it also, I'm, you know, there's so much like um, uh, 
other material of like people doing like vlogs of what this of what the pro program was like and everyone said that you really do make some lifetime uh like lifelong friends and i think that's one of the best parts about it was i met some incredible people and some incredible friends and uh i, I truly think that was one of the best parts about it is you really uh the connections i guess to put it simply Definitely. yeah and on, on top of that enjoying it together like landing me and you enjoying it. Yeah, together. going to the parks uh, just it was yeah. I mean ever since we ever since we went on our uh, senior trip with high school, uh we talked as soon as we got into college, we're like we as soon as we graduate college we have to do this, this and we have to go to Disney and everything like that. Let alone did we even didn't even think about we would spend five months a five month vacation together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it feels I mean, it's almost like surreal when you think about the whole Absolutely. thing just like I really worked in Disney World for five months. I was a cat it's member. So, it's so crazy to think that was a whole year ago that we started. Yeah, yeah. No, it, Landon, were you even? I, I would be coming. I would. I would here. be down now. I don't think I'd be working yet because my training got pushed back. So I was literally just sitting in uh, my room for like two weeks waiting to do stuff. Okay. <laughs> me and Landon. Me and Landon. We lived in Patterson Court and uh, Alexander Elizabeth Chatham, and there's also. Vista Way and what's the other Commons. one called? That's the it. Commons. Yeah, that's Commons. I didn't know a single. I knew one person that lived in Commons. I feel like that place just had nobody. Living wasn't there, it? But... Wasn't the Commons the newer one that was like, it was kind of expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it had a the only reason it was expensive because it had a washer and dryer, and instead you had to walk out your door yeah. to where we were. <laughs> but all right, uh, since we just had the best part of work, let's just keep it at this: working for the company. What is the worst part about working for the company? Being treated as a CP, honestly. I mean, because when you really think about it, yeah, doing the college program, that's like the lowest of the totem pole. But we do the exact same job as the part-time, the full-time, as the seasonal people. You know, like for you and I, Noah, in merchandise, we're doing the exact same job as all the other people who we work with and it's not sometimes better. it's not sometimes better yeah that's true and and I would like to think that that's not even a biased statement because I think that a lot of the full-time and part-time people even the seasonal people they're just kind of thinking that they've been there for so long and they know what they're doing so they don't really have to go above and beyond for different guests but when you hear about them getting paid more working on certain holidays or stuff like that certain benefits that or getting you know more park tickets um that don't include blockout dates stuff like that that doesn't have to do with benefits like dental or medical all of that stuff is completely you know out of the question we don't deserve that but getting certain tickets or getting paid more on holidays we're doing the exact same job so i really felt like we deserved that yeah no i agree uh the pay when it came to fairness of it. I understand getting paid a little bit less because we're not there as long maybe yeah and stuff like that so I understand that and everything like that but uh the holiday pay really annoyed me because it's like um we're doing the same thing and we act, we couldn't even take off those days that was that was another <laughs> issue like we weren't right. allowed to take off those days so we had to be there so it's like come on now but play a little devil's advocate I guess you could say is some of the people who did the Disney College program were only doing it because they won five months free at Disney parks. 
So I think that's another reason why, like, in the full-timers' eyes, we are seen as, like, lesser a little bit because some of the people who do go there don't work very hard or really at all. Um, I know my entire festivals team of the merchandise, there was, I think, 25 of us, all but maybe two of them. But all of them, we all cared to work for each other and help each other out. And we all created a very uh, good bond with each other, I guess you could say. Um, and we definitely worked because we wanted to all – it seemed like we all wanted to further our educa- further our careers and stuff. But I do know some people that are just there just because they want five free months of Disney, Magic Kingdom and stuff. So, Landon, what would your least favorite part be? Um, yeah, definitely w- one of them was the pay, you know – Work is working Christmas and <clears throat> full timers are working like ten hours and getting double pay and I have to work eight hours, ten hours and just not get anything or get my standard rate. Um, yeah, it definitely. I mean, I don't know. In the moment, I didn't. In the moment, I didn't really care. But looking back, it's like that's really unfair. But Disney could argue is we're interns, so it's whatever. Um, now this one's a little bit more unique to you guys that I especially had trouble with the college program was for me transportation. You guys were lucky because you well, I shouldn't say you guys. Alexander was lucky because <laughs> she had a car. Noah was lucky because he dated the girl with the car. <laughs> I was unlucky because I basically had to take the bus, and the bus system is good for what it is but it's bad for um if you're if speed is of any importance so like if i had a shift it's not yeah it's not philadelphia transportation no it's uh it's very lackluster it's it's like (laughs) this is depressing but it's good for if you want to get from point a to b and you don't care how long it takes it's bad if you care how long it takes and yeah getting having what was your what was your what did you go straight to Hollywood? Studios no, we had to stop. Oh my god! I so I some of this stuff excites my mind. First, we had to stop at I think Vista, and a lot of the times, yeah. yo, the one of the most one of the worst things was I would have to take a bus. I would work the night shift, and every time I would have to get on the bus was the one where you had to get off for them to like cycle out the bus. Gas. So yeah. not only did I have to leave an hour early, for those ones, I would have to leave an hour and a half early because the bus would switch out and would take even longer. And then you have to, then you have to stand at Vista in the 110-degree heat yeah. while you're, you just got off an air conditioning. Or sometimes the air conditioning in the bus wouldn't be working, so it would be a or the air, Or the AC would explode and the local fire department would have to uh... – <laughs> And for those of you yeah, who don't too. know the bus system, it always it's not just – super simple it depends on where you live and where you work and you know people don't just work at the parks in the college program they also work at the resorts or they could work at cast connections um which is just a completely different store and so it always depends on where you work and where you live so the schedule is always very different for pretty much everybody yeah 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 wait so Glenn, did you stop it i mean you besides stopping at studios and the housing did you stop at resorts or didn't it switch like halfway and you stopped? Yeah, so resorts? the first half of my program, it went, it just went to the um, standard stuff and then it went to Hollywood Studios. But then, uh, like, really it was just the winter, like the Thanksgiving kind of around there until the end. 
at night we would go from Hollywood Studios to the Swan and Dolphin. And then, so that added about 20 minutes to the bus ride and then we would go home. So like a lot of times we would close at um, 10 for uh, holiday season. I probably wouldn't get home till like 11.15-ish, 11.30. Didn't you, didn't you ever make friends that take you home? Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but the problem is... That's what I did. Uh, some of them, like, it just... Really, I think it was just more unlucky that they didn't... None of them really lived in Patterson. Oh, I, I actually uh, did. Okay, I'll lie. Uh, I lied. I did have friends, right, that would do it. But the problem was I was the one to never shift or uh, never uh, – what do you call it? Trade my shift. So I always close. And the two friends that I had that had cars and would sometimes take me home, they loved to trade the shift for the morning. So sometimes I would just get really unlucky and uh, just not have a ride and have to take the bus. Plus, like, I, I, I mean, you. I don't want to – I don't want to inconvenience people to, like – Go out of the way. I was just about to say. Yeah, like not because you know. It's not like Chatham and Commons were out of the way. There, you could just got. Well, no, but speaking from somebody who had a car, um, I was obviously very fortunate. But whenever we were all walking, because in merchandise we closed at midnight, so a lot of times we didn't get out until one, sometimes even two in the morning. Yeah, we closed. And I closed at nine. Okay, (laughs) so um, (laughs) right. So when we're all walking from our location to the parking lot. And people are like, oh, you know, do you have a ride or are you taking the bus or what's going on? I would always speak up and say, hey, I can take anybody home because I didn't care. I mean, I didn't want people to take the bus, you know, and get home an hour later when it's one or one thirty in the morning. But not everybody does that. So I totally understand not wanting to speak up and ask for a ride. Did I inconvenience you for the five months we were together? Um, the one time where one you, time, you, yes, that I made you, late you missed the bus, so I had to take you to work, which made me late <laughs> for work, which cost me half a point. But you know what? Wow. It's over. It's over now, wow. so it's okay. <laughs> and now you've been now you've been for a little. <laughs> um. So yeah, but in terms of negatives, that was one of my big ones. I would definitely uh, bus system could use some upgrades but i don't think disney would be well considering the college program really isn't a thing anymore i guess they don't care but well especially now that they're making one big housing across and where it's all like the same spot so hopefully it'll be better all right going off of that i guess maybe we'll say the bus system it'll probably be between bus system as well as getting paid more what could disney improve for program kids um Well, I'll speak in terms of uh, for attractions. Um, attractions can be really stressful, and for for me, with someone with no attraction background and like safety stuff, um, it's a lot. It's <laughs> it's very stressful. Uh, as you guys, you're saying you never worked on a ride? No, <laughs> I don't think I have, and. Um, <laughs> Disney is like everyone knows the first key is safety. Well, I shouldn't say it. when you when you work for Disney, they they very uh, explicitly tell you that safety is the number one key. And with attractions, that's like very very important. And I just think sometimes they could be a little harsh with stuff. Now I understand being harsh because um, <laughs> you know it, mistakes <laughs> mistakes can cause injuries. 
But I, I, and I don't even know how to combat it, but just somehow, like, I almost feel like I needed th therapy while I started. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, the first two weeks of training were some of the most stressful points of my life because not only was I trying to, like, um, become, like, a good Disney employee with, like, how I talk to people and stuff, but then it's, like, you need to operate, a, like, the most complex attraction in Disney World and do it with a smile and not mess up and stare at this thing. And do these hooks and, and did, like, didn't you, did you mess up? <laughs> yeah, no, my literally my first shift, um, my one of my not even a coordinator, a, like a supervisor, like above the coordinators, um, saw that oh, I was yeah. talking to a friend or like talking to someone. I missed the lap bar, and uh, and <laughs> I, 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 to this day, I swear on my life, I didn't forget it. But she said she saw me. She said she was staring right at me as I missed it. So I guess I'll just have to take her word. Like you uh, missed checking it to make sure yeah. it was secure. Yeah, I missed. In Toys for anyway, after every ride, you have to push down the. Either you have to do it or the guest has to be smart enough to know that the lap bar does indeed have to go down. And sometimes I would. Or <laughs> the first time, my first ever solo shift, I forgot like my third vehicle, the lap, one of the lap bars. And yeah. Fun times. So you're so you're saying that what the program needs to do is have uh mental therapy for <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know how you combat it, but um maybe just a better environment to train or longer training or a room the training is pretty train intense. Two weeks. a room that you can just go into the cry, something like that. <laughs> a panic room. They're they're, yeah. they're they're uh they're uh what's it called? Their therapy is giving you free tickets to go and enjoy. Your yeah, and then you realize the day's over. And you gotta go to work again, and scared, scared on your life to go to wave or something. <laughs> Alexander, what about you? What do you think they can improve? I know um, uh, we're not in. We're not in. Uh, we don't really need therapy with our job. No, I mean maybe from maybe from uh, annual pass holders and ECV drivers. Oh, for sure. Um, but no, we definitely had a fair share of guests who were not very happy with what we had to tell them um, when they wanted certain things and we weren't able to provide it for them. But my complaint is actually more specific. Uh, so because I worked on um, Hollywood Boulevard, we had a lot of people in our C in my CP group. We had, I mean, I really don't even know the number, but I know that it was a significant amount more than the average location and maybe two months a month and a half into uh, my CP they started moving everybody and it was kind of crazy because they went everybody was working on Hollywood Boulevard and then some people got moved to Sunset Boulevard which is just another street in Hollywood Studios for those of you who Perfect. don't know perpendicular to Hollywood yes, Boulevard. Yes, perpendicular to Hollywood Boulevard. Um, so Sunset Boulevard, some people got moved to Galaxy's Edge in, Star in the Star Wars land. And then some people even got moved to Epcot at the front working on the strollers. And it was so insane because it was just one day, there was just this list that was posted on the wall saying, these people have been scheduled to be transferred. Your transfer day will be this date. And that was basically it. There was no, you know like um warning or anything warning. which yeah. on one hand you know coming from major corporation thinking i totally understand that they have to move people however some people were begging to go and work in galaxy's edge whereas some people like me who have no idea anything about star wars have never seen it literally could not 
give one care about Star Wars. If I got moved, I would have cried every day. But there were some people who were killing, like they were dying to go and work there and they didn't get to go. And some people hated it. And some people actually quit the college program because they got moved to one of those locations. So we were begging our leaders like, hey, these people want to go and their names are not on the list. These people don't want to go and their names are on the list. Is there any way that we can just switch them? And the leaders, you know, I don't really know how much they did or how, you know, if they even had any power, but it was kind of crazy that they just up and moved everybody um, without, you know, asking. I think asking would have been better. Yeah, no, that's 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 understandable. I mean, especially since there's the vision. When you think about there, like, oh, it's a big company. They don't have time to think about that. Well, you do have leaders. Yeah, just delegate and, it. Yeah, delegate. Just put up a sign-up sheet. Hunter, I mean, it was super. Hunter, if you're listening to this, <laughs> uh, whenever you listen to this, um, you can definitely change that when uh, and see if you can do that as a leader at some point. Yeah, just put up a sign-up sheet Hunter. or something. <laughs> but, I mean, having to go through all of that training, you know, that Landon was tra- just talking about, training is pretty intense. You learn a lot within, like, four or five days. And then working there for less than two months and then moving to a completely different location and working there for three months. It's not like we're here for a year. You know, five months is not very, a long time. So I thought that was kind of insane. Real quick, one last thing on my training. I just want to say that, so I, 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 the this time and everything, I can never remember because, again, it's been a year. But um, I think I had like a week or two weeks of training, basically. And to pass the training, all you have to do is show that you can perform every role, um, which kind of sounds difficult, but it's really not. I just wish there was some way, like, I just didn't feel confident my first shift. And it kind of, to me, it stink that a lot of people are saying, you really learn how to operate the ride once you go solo for a bit, which I guess is, like, natural. But when Disney says their whole thing is safety and everyone tells you like, yeah, you're just going to have to learn on the job. It doesn't really inspire confidence. And (laughs) I don't know how they would change it really other than just doing more training or something or yeah. But if somehow that could just get a little bit short up to not have people like me where, you know, you're literally like sweating bullets, stress to go into work because you don't like your work. You're scared about making a mistake. Yeah, no, that's understandable. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, I, I guess they can only give you so much. But, no, I mean, I, I guess they it used to be the traditions were longer and the training used to be more in-depth. So, from what I heard, I don't know if that's how true that is. But I think I heard that, maybe too. They might have to think, maybe they might think about bringing that back to make it a little bit longer and less stressful, or at least, as, I don't know, if did they ever, Landon, did they ever ask your opinion if you were, like, ready Um. I don't. I don't really Not think really. so. It's more just like, okay, you pass everything. You're you can now take your uh, earning my ears off, and it's like next shift will be by yourself. Um, but well. disclaimer too. I from what I can tell from what most people that worked attractions, um, Toy Story Mania was honestly one of the hardest rides or attractions to operate in all of Disney World. Um, I know it doesn't look that when you think about it, but um. Just think about what the ride is and what you have, like what it does, and how your gun is like a shooting somehow on a 3D projector while moving around a course that's always shifting and there's track switching. It's just a lot to know and a, a lot of things a lot of things you have to do. It was also the only attraction in Hollywood Studios that um, had a fully like uh, 
non-transferring um, wheelchair accessibility, whatever you want to call it. Like you didn't have to get out of the wheelchair to go on it. So that was another aspect that made Which it probably, really like stressful. Yeah, it might be that way now too. I don't know. But yeah, I get your point. Uh, so obviously the best benefit, well, I would hope for most people, the best benefit would be going to the park. Besides that, do you guys have a favorite favorite benefit? Like something that you enjoyed and appreciated mm. then because you got it for free and stuff like that. I, if you want me to start real quick, getting the dining discounts at Christmas time, yeah. that little holiday package, <laughs> absolutely love it. Getting, I guess you could say you pulled it all together, but getting the 40% off gets 40% off, except for Corona times. Uh, but like we get 40% off as well as we get some dining discounts. So I got the, we got to try different restaurants that I probably wouldn't have even thought about going to, especially with the money we were making as well as I just paying for a living, didn't have all the money. No, yeah. And all that stuff. So having those discounts, I think the, for the, the 30, 40, and 50% were ideal. And my favorite thing, I think besides just getting the parks for free. Yeah. Um, for me, I honestly, now as a big city fan, I think it was just honestly like the backstage knowledge you get, like just being able to like. I didn't think about that. Yeah, like I never, I didn't work in Magic, but like the fact that if I went to Magic Kingdom, I could just walk backstage whenever I wanted, not even in like work clothes. All I needed to have do was have my blue card on me, and as like a kind of a Disney World purist, it was just so cool to see backstage stuff. Like I got to drive behind and see the Star Wars Hotel every single day being constructed. I got to see um, Star Wars Land, like my the path I would walk to get into my, um, I don't know what you call it, like my office for Mania. I would walk behind like the tunnel to get into Star Wars Land. It was just cool to see all the backstage stuff um, and really like get be see behind the magic, as they say, I guess. No, I didn't even think about that, but that definitely is a benefit that, I guess you don't really think about as just a cast member, as just an employee and employee parts of mm-hmm. the park. But being being able to see all that stuff behind there and everything that most people wouldn't be able to see, especially how well they, I guess you could say necessarily. Yeah, we're like hide it with like the uh, false walls, and it's just yeah. As as a as a yeah, someone that's been to Disney World many times with my family on just vacation, it was cool to see, and even like to tell my family, like tell my dad, like oh, yeah, like back there, there's a blah 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 and back here there's this and there's a false wall there and it leads to the stairwell i mean it's just so many cool things that um now if you could care less about the parks you probably don't care but uh for someone <laughs> like me and my family yeah, walking, it's really cool to just walking through the utilidors which the on during traditions was, was the only time i ever walked down Same. there uh that was freaking awesome just walking down there and i mean hopefully i'll get back to the parks at some time and be able to uh walk through those mm-hmm. doors again but uh, that was pretty awesome. Alexander, what about you? What was your favorite benefit? Um, I would say the just going through the training and being able to work for Disney, you do learn a lot of real world life lessons. Um, you know, obviously a bunch of the roles have to do with hospitality, but even if in your career you don't do a hospitality type job, it's definitely something that you can take you know, at home and with your family and with certain relationships, just different lessons that you learn and how to treat people and just how to kind of go about your life, just seeing things from a completely different perspective. I feel like Disney definitely 
even if you never work for Disney again, after you do the college program, you can still take the lessons that you learned from it and apply it to essentially anything that you ever do. Absolutely. I found myself in jobs after that. I mean, I only worked in a couple of jobs after that. Now that I'm back working at the golf courses at Disney, which is not technically a cast member, but whatever. Uh, and just normalize things. I see myself picking up trash randomly on the side of the street or just on the curb or something like that. Because like as a Disney cast member, if you saw a piece of trash and you skipped it, it sounds like you could get fired for something like that. But uh, Raw custodial. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're all custodial with the little Disney bend, mm. the little Disney mm-hmm. scoop. Yeah. Disney scoop. <laughs> but no, I can, that's, I see myself doing a lot of things just in life now. Not even in the workplace or anything, but like you said, relationships and stuff with people that just makes you a better person. That's definitely a heck of a benefit to have. So I guess my, my benefit of having the dining discounts isn't as, interesting and, and detailed and as cool as what you guys both said, I mean but, it, it, I it's, I but it's not like it I mean that was like I saved my it parents like $200 could. on their Christmas gifts I mean 4% off at Disney especially if you're into Disney is a ton of money so yeah, yeah. alright so I guess we can we might get a little bit emotional at this one because uh, it's just digging deeper a little bit and everything but what is your guys' favorite memory about uh, Disney? Not necessarily working for the five months we were down there. What is your favorite memory that you you brought away from it? I'll go. Alexander, take the first one. So, if, Alex, if you don't know, I know. I can probably say mine. So you no, I can say mine. Um, like I said before, I'm really not big on favorites. So all of these favorite questions are really stumping me. But I would say that one of my um, one of the best moments was. At the very, very, very beginning. And I don't even know if, I don't even think that Landon, I don't know if you were there yet. I don't think so. But at the very, very beginning, before we all started working, we had kind of just gotten a group together with people who we met from traditions and like our different roommates and the people who they met and what and whatnot. We went to Magic Kingdom for the first time. We were watching Happily Ever After, which is the fireworks show that night and I had never seen it a couple of other people had never seen it uh some people had but we were just sitting there and we were playing a heads up game on one of our phones and there was this really really sweet older couple sitting next to us and we just kind of started talking to them they were asking us you know what we were doing there and all that we we're telling them that we had just started with the college program and they said that they had been going to Disney ever since it opened in 1973 71 okay sorry (laughs) way to go you're fired from the company Um, ever since it had opened in 1971 they had been going and so it was just amazing getting to talk to them they had seen how Disney had progressed going from one park to four parks to from one resort to over 25 resorts Um, it was just kind of amazing to get to talk to them and then see the amazing amazing happily ever after show Um, it was kind of just like a foreshadowing moment for us and everything that was going to come from doing the college program and all of the benefits that we we're going to gain from it. So that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wasn't sitting there talking to them. Uh, I was talking to, I think I was just messing around with Nicholas or I don't know. I might've went to, we got popcorn or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We weren't really talking. I wasn't really talking to them that much, but, uh, uh, and happily ever after I've seen before a couple of times. So, um, definitely something that I didn't, totally i was there but i didn't totally experience it the way you did uh but landon do you have one mm. 
when you saw me cry for the first time that you covered up laughing. You covered <laughs> up your crying by laughing. Wait, what do you when? <laughs> oh yeah. You're a couple of days later you told me you're like, Yeah, I was gonna start crying, so I started laughing. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I don't know. There's there's so many you can't really and a and a trip that long, you can't really pinpoint like a favorite. Um There's so much nostalgia. Yeah. Really quick, I when you say trip and everything, and I said vacation earlier, it really is. It doesn't feel like you don't give you don't care have a care in the world about anything else except for just Disney. Like you have to go to work and you're like oh, I won't ever work, but it seems it seemed like a mini va- not a mini vacation because it was five months, but a vacation from the world and the Disney bubble that they people talk about definitely is real and and it's all just so new like yeah. But we even talk yeah. about like we've been talking about you know you asked us like some of the bad things about working and the not so good parts, but the majority of the days the work was great working at Disney and just walking to your location and seeing everybody. And their happy faces and making those magical moments. Like the majority of the time, it oh, is absolutely. a really, really amazing thing. Oh yeah, no, I would say ninety ten, if that, maybe ninety five five, good bad. Yeah, I mean, Landon's gonna <laughs> say something about stressing about Toy Story Mania. Uh, <laughs> I mean, mine, the number, the ratios won't be that high, but I did look forward to like once I got more comfortable with stuff, you know. I I really did enjoy closing because it got a little bit slower and um you could get more personal with people because when you like the, we had quotas we had to meet and um you like sometimes when you get personal it's just like you you got to I can't really talk to you if I have to stare at the track it was just a whole thing um I definitely yeah. did enjoy working more at nights when I can close and get to talk to people and just kind of um I wouldn't say hang out with my coworkers, but I could. You had a little bit more leeway to just um, kind of relax your shoulders. It wasn't so intense all the time. Yeah. All right. Now back to your, what your favorite. Um. <laughs> yeah. On the trip, vacation, the work experience, whatever. I I really just think it was. I I enjoyed working and making memories. Again, it's a little bit harder to make memories on attractions. Um. Even though I mean you can like it's not the hardest thing to do. I think with the days I had off where I got to hang out with the new friends and um, even uh, I, I I really think the holidays were such a like a for for all of us like a uh, what do you I don't even know how you say like emotional uh, emotional but like it was bad because we weren't with our families but it was good because we were we were really makeshifting a family, a family there. Oh, and you know, with you crying in, in Thanksgiving speech, um, it really was like you know, all all of us here, we we chose to do this. None, most of us, I'm assuming, uh, unless they lived in Florida, like all of us, really couldn't see our families. We couldn't leave. We had to either work. There was no, almost no way you could get vacation time as a CP for those days. Um, and it was just like, well, this is the best we can, like, not the best we can do, but. It is what it is, and uh, we really kind of made the most of it. And you know, when when you get sad, to like, oh, my my family today is um, opening presents, and they're all hanging out. It made it uh, much better to kind of know that, like, okay, well, we're doing our Christmas in like two days or something. Once we all have off, 
So I, I would think yeah. just those holidays where we really made shift, it would probably be um, up there with my favorite memories. Yeah, no, I was going to say that uh, Thanksgiving when we had our little, I guess, I, I didn't even want to call it a Friendsgiving because it wasn't, it was the family I had at mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Landon, it was, you're, you just turned 23. Yeah. Right. And I just turned 22 a couple months ago. So in our 22 and 21 years before that, we mm-hmm. never missed a Thanksgiving, a Christmas away from home. And the past Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, we were together for. Yeah. Um, so being able to celebrate that, not necessarily with everybody else, but especially with you, it definitely is uh, a memory that was helpful to get through it. Made, but, it almost um, made us feel like grown memory, up too. Like, yeah, like it was time to, it's time to spread your wings and do something different. And that's what helped me move back down to Florida. It was like, I knew I can do it and everything like that. Like it's time for me to be, be an adult, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, and move away from, move away from mom and dad. But uh, my favorite memory was the last memory we had. Don't cry at me now. Uh, we were, we watched <laughs> happily ever, we watched happily ever after. Uh, what was it? Seven of us, eight of us. No, it was, it was eight of us. I think it was the four roommates, not West. It was me, Ash, G, and Nick, and Alexandra, Landon, Kara, and uh, Emily. Emily. And I said before happily ever started, I said over under four of us that are going to cry. And I think I said under. I said like yeah, three of us will cry. We all. I grabbed Landon. I I had Alexandra in my arm, and then I grabbed Landon's shirt and I pulled him closer. And then Ash looked at me and I hugged Ash. So we all got in a big circle. And we all hugged each other. And I lifted my head, put my head down, and I had a tear run down my face. And I lift my head back up, and I look at every person except for G because G put sunglasses <laughs> on. It was nine thirty at night. <laughs> he put sunglasses on, but we were. No, no, no. First off, just want to make make it very apparent on who is to blame. It was Ash. Ash was the first one to lose it. Yeah, no. It was. And then it was was like, you know, when you see people puking and then you puke, it was like, we all saw him crying. It was just like, (laughs) oh, here it comes. Yeah, so that was my favorite moment. I mean, me and Alexandra, we saw Happily Ever After five, six times, just the two of us. Um. Yeah, we saw it a couple other times, so I probably saw it eight times while I was down there. And just saying, talking about Happily Ever After, that show never gets old, mm-hmm. ever. Um, but it has more of a meaning when it was our last little hurrah together, especially with two friends that I knew I probably wouldn't see. And I don't know how long because they were moving to the other side of the world. I mean, I was leaving Alexandria, which is hard. I didn't know I was taking a 16-hour car ride with oh, you. Yeah. So that wasn't... And then we were going to live together for the next six months, so that wasn't terrible. But that was by far uh, my favorite memory just because of the meaning it had. And like you said, the family that we created, then we were leaving each other. Mm-hmm. But uh, so to end to end the show about the Disney College program with you two, uh, two, two really quick questions. Do you guys regret doing it? Oh, of course not. Yeah, hell again? no. Hell no to both answers, (laughs) to both questions. And very last question, is the magic ruined for you after doing it? Go on, Jenna, take it. Um, Well, for me, completely honest, the magic was never even there (laughs) before I started the program. (laughs) That's kind of sad. I mean, 
it just wasn't a thing. I didn't grow up watching Disney. I didn't, you know, dream about the princesses or anything like that. So I liked them. I knew who they were, but I didn't really know their stories or anything like that. So before I did it, there wasn't really any magic. Um, so the magic was completely created from scratch when I started the program. And um, it's definitely still there. It's just like a different perspective than if you don't work for the company. But it's definitely still there. Uh, yeah, I no way, no way it got ruined. Um, I don't really think okay. it like. I don't think it can get ruined. Um, because when when you do it, it's like, it it really. If you don't come out with a more of an appreciation for everything, then I don't think you really were paying attention to what you were doing while you were there, while you were working. I, I totally agree. Um, being able to experience it as a guest and then working for the company and then still experiencing it as a guest, you know what's going into it and you appreciate it. Just yeah, like even when you're on your days off and you're just walking around, you understand like I, even when I when my pa- when my family my parents came down, um. I, I just had so much fun like showing him just like, oh, you see those lights, that that means this and showing attractions and Well you're like you're like a tour guide for people because you know so much more about the company, about the little mm-hmm. things that you that you could go a hundred times and never noticed before, but then you work for it and then you're like you can tell people about it and it's just it makes it that much yeah, better. Yeah, it, it it really makes you appreciate it and um what like when you would go as a guest and go into a park as a guest and not a cast member you felt as if you're a guest. There, there was no difference. Like, oh, I know that. Um, I don't want to reimagine, but like, I know the guy that's friends with Stitch, or I know, like, none of that stuff really mattered because yeah. when you're there, it was like, oh my god, like, do you, Winnie the Pooh, he's right there. Let's let's go get like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we still got pictures. Me and Alexander would take trips and get go to the park and still take pictures. Yeah, it, it does. It doesn't ruin magic. It makes you appreciate it more and makes you want to <laughs> like. It made me really want to go into parks. Like, I want to go in today as a guest. I don't want to go in as a cast member. But um... And when you do go in as a guest, the other cast members don't know that you're a cast member. It's not like you're wearing a big sign that says, oh, I work for Disney World. Like, whatever. They just, don't treat me the same. They, yeah, yeah, they just see you as You're still a like a paying person. customer. Or not even a paying customer. You're, you're still like, yeah. I know you're what you still mean. a regular guest, yeah. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you guys taking the time out to talk about this. Uh I felt like talking about the college program was a good way to start this show, especially with you guys, with you two, because um, you guys are the two close people I got out of it, um, as well as Disney has now become almost my life. I moved down here because of the college program. I guess started this podcast because of everything, um, working with the company and such. So I appreciate you guys coming on and taking the time to talk about yeah, it. No problem. Uh, you guys probably... It probably won't be the last time you guys are on the show because you guys either. Well, I don't know about Alexander's knowledge about the. Okay, I'm you in the gotta middle. give me some credit. <laughs> you have to give me some credit, okay? I'll, I'll find I'll find other topics that you can. <laughs> so, so we can talk about it. But if we get more in more in depth discussion about topics, and maybe ask other people. You just gotta give me time but, to uh, prepare. You know. I'll right, study. Yeah, Google's never a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, go to Magic Kingdom just to work for it. All right, guys. So thank you again. I appreciate you guys taking the time too. I hope everyone else enjoyed uh, the show, listening to it. Um, it's definitely something that everyone should take, tell people about, and everything because the Disney College Program is great. So thank you very much, everybody.
Was it nerve? Was it nerve-wracking, Alexander? 